I'm Bill. I'm T-Dog. And this is Two Films, Two, films, two, two curious. curious, where the two of us watch two movies. And we're curious about them. Except not this time, because this is a special feature, which means that we just watched one movie for What Do You Do, MCU, which will come up later on in, in the episode. Uh, thank you to our patrons on Patreon, uh, co-tagonists Nick and Chris, and of course, Two Films, Three Curious alum Brenda, who co-sponsor, who is the, the only the sponsor. sponsor. The sponsor of uh, of What Do You Do, MCU. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think before we do that, though, let's talk about a Friday movie question that, that we've talked about mm-hmm. before. Uh, what's your favorite uh, documentary and what's your favorite mockumentary? So as a one-two question, right? Yes. So my favorite documentary is probably Psalm. Okay, which is a strangely made documentary. It it you can tell it was made in like the late '90s, early 2000s. It just has that vibe to it, <laughs> but it's just about wine, and it's super interesting. I I it was one of the ones I recommended for our second round of uh. These are movies you can watch during quarantine and stuff, and where to watch them when we did nice. that. So I talked about it on that more, but I. Uh... I know it's interesting, I'm supposed to and see. I learned stuff. So, I'd like to watch it eventually, but I feel like if I do, then then Nick and Jack, who have been telling me I have to watch it, will win. Just don't and tell. Don't to, you can just tell me. Okay, I'll do that. And you can tell on the podcast they don't listen to it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, they don't listen. So <laughs> I'll just say it here. I think my favorite uh, documentary, despite the fact that they tease me for only watching Rock Docs, is Until the Light Takes Us which is a mm-hmm. documentary about uh, Norwegian black metal music in, from like 90 to 93. Um, and it's interesting and horrifying and informative as you look at the evolution of this, well, this, the genesis, I guess, of this style of music and where it's gone since then. Um, but focusing predominantly on the heinous nature of the things that these band these bands were doing burning down churches murdering people just heinous shit it's a metal shit yeah it's brutal but really good um and i highly encourage that we want that you guys watch it because it's very interesting it's even interesting if you're a person that doesn't like this music because i showed it to Devin, and she does not like black metal music but she was like wow that's really interesting i really thought it was uh she's like "It, it was I didn't. I wasn't excited to watch it, but uh, at the end of it, I'm like, "Wow, that was really good. I really liked that I watched that." So, and watching that, if you were to find it online, would not support the people in it, correct? Any of them, as far as good. I know. Good. So, uh, yeah, that is I a concern. To... Listening to their music. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to. I mean, maybe Fenris, but I don't need to support Varg. Can't support Euronymous. He's dead. Can't support Dead. He's also dead. But yeah, uh, I think that's should have named him that. Shouldn't have. Should not have. Mm-hmm. He that was that's like, well, I don't know because Varg's legal first name, birth name was Christian, and that didn't work out so well for him. Yeah. So. Oh well, let's do what do you do MCU, and then we'll talk about our favorite mockumentaries. Sounds so, good. <clears throat> this episode of What Do You Do MCU is the first movie in Phase Two. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 3. That's not confusing. 
It's not. The first movie in phase two, two is Iron Man 3. <laughs> you guys can't see this because this is not a visual format, but it's fun to make your fingers <laughs> do the numbers. First movie in phase two, Iron Man 3. Uh, anyways, uh, for those of you who don't know, the plot of Iron Man 3 is this. Uh, Iron Man, Tony Stark, uh, after the uh, events of Avengers, is has a little... Uh, nervousness in his heart. He's got a little anxiety about the fact that he can't explain what happened to him. It's in there right next to the metal shards. Yeah, just welling up in his soul. Uh, But he, he, like, this bad guy, like, uh, sets off a bomb in the city, and he says, my name is the Mandarin, and I did all these bombs, and Tony Stark's like, like, people are like, what are you going to do about it, Tony Stark? And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill the Mandarin. And he says it on TV, and so he's going to go hunt down the Mandarin. Uh, the inventor of Mandarin oranges. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and not the Mandalorian. No. He's a good guy. He is. Uh, but while he's, while he's doing that, uh, Pepper Potts meets up with a guy that apparently met up with Tony Stark uh, way back in the day, in the 90s. And uh, Tony Stark just blew him off, but he's like, I've got this cool science shit. It's amazing, and it's awesome. And Pepper Potts is like, that's kind of dangerous. It like can enhance your body and help you with healing. And she's like, that seems kind of dangerous. There's a lot of weapons applications. He's like, nah, there's no weapons applications. It's fine. Like, we just won't sell it to the bad guys. And then, uh, but it turns out that like Tony Stark, he's like, hey, Mandarin, come fight me. And he gives him his address. Like he says his address on TV. And then like they try and kill him. And so he shoot, like they, they shoot missiles at Tony Stark's house and Pepper Potts and this other lady that's like, I'm a whistleblower. I know what's going on here. Uh, leave. But then Tony Stark, they think he's dead. And uh, he wasn't. Uh, the suit flew him away, and he was supposed to go to uh, this place where one of those bombs went off before. Uh, and he crash lands there, and uh, there's a little kid, and the kid's nice. And then he finds out that the explosion wasn't from a bomb. It was from a person who exploded because of some weird chemicals. And it turns out, that this thing, this medicine that's supposed to like regrow your limbs is really also makes them blow up. Yeah. Make you blow up. It's not good. <laughs> and so, uh, Tony Stark then like tries to find the guy and the guy like kidnaps president and Tony Stark finds him and they, they go and they fight and Tony Stark, all the Iron Man suits show up and they're all being done by robots and Pepper Potts gets injected with a thing and it's dangerous, but then Tony Stark saves the day, and then uh, Pepper Potts gets, uh, she gets cured, and Iron Man gets the metal out of his chest so that he doesn't have to rely on the Iron Man suit anymore. And he blows up all those suits that he made. Yeah, blows up all the other suits. He's like, fuck this, this is a crutch, I don't need it. He says, he says later on it wasn't a crutch, uh, but I can't remember what he said. It was a crutch. <laughs> at that moment, it was a crutch, but he says it wasn't yeah. just that. It led me to a better place, but at that moment, it was a crutch. So, anyways, that's Iron Man 3. Did I miss anything? No, I don't think so. It's because I watched that movie. <laughs> you got any fun facts for us about Iron Man 3? I, I do have some fun facts. Um, the idea that Happy Hogan's favorite television show is Downton Abbey was actually suggested by John Favreau because he loves that show. It's a great <laughs> show. I'm with him on that. Um, it's a phenomenal so- show. Some of these fun facts are specifically about the MCU as well. This is oh. the first movie in the MCU that's 
mid and or post credit scene does not hint at future events in the Marvel universe. And this one is just, he's talking and then you find out he's talking to Dr. Banner who fell asleep. Like that's the whole. Yeah. So it's, it's funny and it's good. It's, but it doesn't hint to some kind of greater thing. I liked it because it felt like, it felt like, uh, like Sp- Spider-Man far from home did where it makes this movie feel like sort of an epilogue to Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the fact that the, the end credit scene isn't a lot sort of adds to that, that it's sort of like, after Avengers one, Tony Stark has the, the space madness, and this sort of, sort of like Avengers one isn't just a thing that's over now. All of this carries on. The repercussions, yeah. Um, this is the only Iron Man movie to not have a song by ACDC in it. Interesting. It's also the only Iron Man movie <laughs> to have a song by Eiffel sixty five. <laughs> I love that. That's how they introduce like it's the nineties. Yeah, I mean, it's a very 90s Here's song. Here's the beginning of episode three of someone that Tony fucked over in his past is going to come back to haunt him. Like, <laughs> and then both Spider-Man, both the Spider-Man movies end up being, oh, wait, there's two more guys, but now Spider-Man's involved. Right. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, if, you've, if you've not seen all of the rest of the Avenger or the MCU movies, uh, you may not know this. Uh, I wonder if we're going to have any further MCU movies that are about people that Iron Man fucked over. And then people are like, he's dead. <laughs> he can't do anything to you anymore. He's gone. Like, yeah, but his fucking kid. And they're like, no, leave the kid alone. She's not a part of this. Yeah. And, and then Pepper Potts can be rescue again, I guess. I guess so. Um, Mandarin bears a tattoo on the back of his neck, and I didn't notice this is what it is. It's Captain America's shield, but with an anarchist A in the symbol, in the center <laughs> instead of a star. Nice. All right. And then this one, anytime I find out the movie was originally longer, I want to watch the longer one, because the first cut was three hours and 15 minutes long. Ooh. And we yeah. ended up with two hours and 10 minutes, so a full hour, a good hour. hour and five, yeah. Gone. I got to say, I think we've talked about, we may have talked about this on here before. I can't remember if we have or not. Uh, I feel the same way. And I still feel the same way. But after having watched the extended version of Dune, that is bad. The original version. (laughs) No, it's good. I I just always want to see it. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I was going to say something. Oh, so I know that I I have a friend who this is his least favorite MCU movie because he loves the, he loves the Mandarin in the comics and is devastated about how they treated the Mandarin in this. Do you have any opinion on that? You have any thoughts? I I was actually going to bring up also that this movie gets shit on a lot and I think it's good. It's my favorite I really Iron like Man this, movie. I really, yeah. I really like his interaction with kid. I like him and the, you know, PTSD thing. I this I think this is my favorite one of the three. I, I would say it's my favorite one too. It's got Christmas I, time in it. Everybody loves Christmas time. It. I guess it. This is probably one of the first major changes from a character in the comics that upset people like that. I think, which is why it, it seems to be so focused on this one and not like the, for the future changes. People don't seem to get very upset about like. Yeah. Thanos is way different than he is in the comics, but he's also way better kind of in the movies. Yeah. Is it, he's at least sympathetic in some way. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, oh. they they really change Mandarin, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Aren't they? Aren't, aren't we getting like? Isn't the one of the movies coming up like could introduce the real the Mandarin? Oh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the new movies has the ten rings, and the Mandarin has the ten rings. But he's, I don't know if he's going to have magic powers with those rings and shit. I mean, maybe it was because this is pretty. Well, it's only a couple movies before Doctor Strange, right? Because that really is their first. I think because it, it's also Phase Two. I think. No, we've got a lot until Doctor Strange. We got like oh. eight. Okay, it's... so that so this is maybe they didn't want to go with man Cosmic weird magic stuff yeah. yet. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that I mean, was their thinking Thor. of, we're not ready for it. Yeah. Thor magic. Thor's a core Avenger. Yeah. And they, I mean, they really, they changed him a bit, too. But you're right, though. The first weird one was Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's still like three movies away. Two movies away. Three movies away. Yeah. So I think they, they just didn't want to get, maybe that, that was the thinking. That's why they no. changed Mandarin to be like that. Fucked up Mandarin, and then Thor 2 are the next two movies. This could have been the death of the MCU. Incidentally, it wasn't. <laughs> Obviously, because we're doing this. We'll talk about it a lot when we get to Age of Ultron, a movie that was not very critically or fan-like, but is now a lot better with the stuff that came after it because it was yeah. building the things that if you're watching it with no context of the later stuff yet, it looks dumb. I think Thor 2 is also improved by being in the middle of the thing I and not it. being yeah because you the first time you saw it was after way after, well after. Out, right yeah and i gotta say it was fine i don't think that it deserves the hate that it gets but mm-hmm. also i'm just sort of like eh. i could take it or leave it i mean it introduces another infinity stone but mm-hmm. eh. to have it between you know the- captain america 2 and iron man 3 yeah. It's not as good. So that's a that's a dip in a little U. Yeah. Well it's like a check mark because Cap two is up there. Yeah, was, well and I was gonna say, depending on how much you like Iron Man three, it could just be like a U. <laughs> Avengers, Iron Man three, Thor two. <laughs> a square U. Yeah. Captain America two. That's what that's I couldn't remember what we were talking about just then. Anyways. Uh do you have any other thoughts about Iron Man 3? I think that this is... The, the MCU is... Because, I mean, it's a sort of a second phase. The MCU has really found its footing. Yeah, I think at this point, of, it's we don't got to talk necessarily anymore about that. Yeah, it starts to become formulatic, I guess. Yeah, like, or the, yeah, you we get the language. We know what the language yeah. is now. We know how an MCU you know what's movie to is What's to be expected, yeah. We know how an MCU movie looks and feels, and at this point now, it's just different. It's 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 different flavors of a cuisine, and not different cuisines. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think like, it? All right, what are you gonna say? Do you think it would have been improved if John Favreau had still directed it? Would Iron Man three have been improved? I don't know. I feel like at this point in time, I mean, John Favreau was so integral in in sort of refining that that I think that. If he directed it, it would have it would have been marginally different, but not better or worse. Mm-hmm. In fact, I I struggle to see what the difference would have been. Yeah, he's so. still in it. Yeah, 
And then, maybe, and then he did all the Mandalorian stuff. So he just has a thing with Mandarinalorians, I guess. Mandarinalorians, <laughs> exactly. He just loves man. <laughs> all right. So I think that's uh, I think that's it for for what do you do MCU this week next or next or this month I mean next month December's what do you do MCU uh, is Thor two like we just said mm-hmm. uh, so the dark know, world the dark world you are our fine listeners have like five weeks to watch it so better do it quick I yeah guess. don't turn any lights on or you can't see the movie. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, let me tell you. First time I watched, tried to watch that movie was well before the time I actually watched it. I downloaded it uh, from one of those sites that you know about these days. And uh, the file was like, this movie's great, but it has no subtitles. And I'm like, eh, I don't need subtitles. I like subtitles. But I don't need subtitles. Put the movie on. Uh, beginning of the movie is in Dark Elvish, and it has no subtitles. And I thought, well... <laughs> That's a bummer. <laughs> I don't speak dark elfish. So uh, I did not watch that movie. And then like years later, I got it on DVD and I watched it then. Anyways, what's your favorite mockumentary is the other Friday movie question. My favorite mockumentary is what we do in the shadows. Ugh, so good. It's the perfect Halloween time movie. It's so perfect. It's got, it's it got all your Halloween characters and it's funny it's probably the it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It is. I I also years. find that I only watch it about once a year because I laugh less if I watch it more often. But I yeah. do think it it's it is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. So it holds up a lot, and I feel like it holds up even more if you watch it with obviously if you watch it with people who haven't seen it before, mm-hmm. because watching somebody watch this movie, seeing their reactions is so great. Because so many of the things that they say aren't like like shocking, but like, I mean, they're, they're jokes. Every joke lands perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's probably my favorite mockumentary as well. I don't even know if I have another answer for favorite mockumentary. It's amazing. Spinal Tap is great, I guess. Oh, Pop Star, Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping, is an amazing mockumentary. And uh, if you like pop music, or if you like The Lonely Island, you absolutely should watch this movie. Um, it didn't do well, I think, because it was being marketed as like a parody of the Justin Bieber documentary, mm-hmm. which is not something that anybody asked for. But if you if you look at it more like like some sort of mockumentary about like a pop idol like Justin Timberlake, but not that it's it's like that. It's like a pop version of This Is Spinal Tap, and it's amazing. It's so funny. Uh, another really great opening five minutes or so from like him talking about his early life. He's like, ever since I was born, I was dope. And then like going right into the first song about how humble he is. Mariah Carey being like that song. I'm so humble was so relatable because I'm easily the most humble person. I know (laughs) such a perfect movie. So those, yeah, you should watch Psalm. You should watch, uh, until the light takes us, you should watch what we do in the shadows, and you should watch Pop Star. But really, only one of those. Uh, I guess it doesn't matter which ones are Halloween because it's coming out in November, even though we're recording it before Halloween. So you should just watch all four of them. They're great movies. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I don't really have anything else. 
we got to talk for another five seconds so that we can get to 20 minutes. And uh, there you I'll go. You got it. All right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyways, uh, our next episode is going to be uh, our next full episode is is a lost episode. We oh, yeah. uh, we wrote notes. But we watched both movies and wrote notes more than a year ago for challenge mm-hmm. uh, soccer, Shaolin soccer and, and dodgeball. dodgeball. We're going to talk about sports comedies and things like that. And then we moved apartments and uh, I couldn't find my notes for the longest time. And you still haven't found that notebook. Nope. Is that true? So we're going to rewatch. And now it. I don't even write my notes down. So, right. I type them to you and then I forget that I've done that and I wing it. And I think that's why our episodes are 50 minutes instead of an hour and 20. Now. So anyways, uh, Shaolin soccer and dodgeball is our next episode. And uh, it's not at all related to November because there's not really a lot of November movies. So there you go. Uh, until then, uh, keep watching movies. Stay curious. And, uh, stay curious. And uh, we love you. And we love you.